United Energy was a company that came together in the ashes of a burnt down system that completely didn't want most of our people at the time. And we were outcasts and misfits. Go dummy, go beast on them. I go beast. Go deep, I OD on What's up? It's your man B. Holmes back with another episode of Doors to Success, where I lay out the B print, which is me teaching you how to knock open and conquer the different doors of success in your life. So today, I want to speak briefly and quickly on just a little bit of advice. Um, you know, I've had uh, someone ask me the other day, hey, so when you're putting a team together, what do you look for? What are the things that you need? And, and when do you know that the magic happens, right? When is the magic happening? When do you feel it in, in your bones? Out of the different businesses that you've started, what and when do you know that it's going to be a successful team? And um, that's a great question. And, it, and as I've thought about it, I went back through the different businesses that we have running now, we have operating that, you know, that we're getting started, that are on the uptick that are on the, the wrap out. And I thought about all the different teams that I had in my life. And I thought about the different relationships that I've had in my life. And um, I come to my conclusion on how to answer the question. And the answer is, is that there is no magical equation, right? There is no compound that makes the exact team perfect. There is no magic that allows it to be created immediately that it just appears. The magic is in the struggle. The magic is in the building. A great team doesn't just stumble together or happen on circumstance. A great team is constructed and built year after year, day after day, decision after decision. And so um, I think about the most recent two businesses that we have together. One is just in its infancy, just had our fifth little brainstorm collaboration. And the other is our, you know, $30 million solar cells operation. And as I'm looking at these two, um, I, they are very starkly different. How they became and how they came to be are just very different. And so different that I want to tell you about it. So when we met together for, I, I called this team together to work on this project, we'll call it Dawnstar. So Project Dawnstar was something we were, I've been putting together in my brain for a very long time. And I feel it's kind of the culmination of a few of my talents and skills. And how it came together was I literally had a dream. I had a dream that I was going to do this thing and that a certain person would come into my life and I... I didn't know who, but I kind of knew what that person was. And I knew it felt big. It felt really, really big. It felt so big that I woke up and I told my wife the next day, I said, I'm going to sell our house. I'm going to go pull out as much equity of the assets that I have, liquid cash, and we're going to go just do this thing. This is how big I feel about it. And she says, well, let's, you know, pray about it, meditate about it. Let's see how it works. So over the next week, in a matter of one week, I meet this big individual. And when this announcement and this business comes out, you'll know exactly what I'm referencing. <laughs> yeah. 
you you will everyone everyone in the world knows what i'm referencing so as this happened um this uh i met this person they came in my life i pitched him the idea it went big they loved it and within the next 4 days i was able to text message the exact people that needed to be on the team doing the exact things they needed to be doing and everyone agreed to do it like that very day off of elbow grease and passion and you we put a team together within a week based on a dream on this vision that i've had and it's like we've got to revolutionize the the world <laughs> So as I was talking to one of the team members, they're like, man, this is really crazy how it's all coming together super quick. And like, it all just fits really well. It seems to have a really clear path. He's like, hey, is this how your other successful businesses has, have gone? And that he was, he's who asked the question. And I said, no, <laughs> not at all. Actually, uh, United Energy was a company that came together in the, the ashes of a burnt down system that completely didn't want most of our people at the time. And we were outcasts and misfits. Uh, we were part of a bigger company that decided to do some things that we disagreed with. And um, I had many teams at the time and the company decided they didn't want to work with one of those teams. That was one of my closer teams to my heart because of the friendships and relationships. And so when the company fired that whole team we're talking like 40 people got fired they all looked at me and said b what are you what are we going to go do and i i still was employed at the other company and um i remember feeling burdened i felt i felt like i had to make a move there was no dream there was no uh you know neon lights and angel voice it, it was there it was a lot of heavy conversations tears sadness uh, rumors, allegations, frustrations, deposition. I mean, there was, it just got, it was really bad struggle. In fact, so I made the move because I felt it was right for me to do. I felt it was my duty as a leader to help. And I wanted to, um, and, and that was hard. Like it was, it was hard. We grinded, we grinded to build this company. I mean, like me and my two partners, Austin Summers and Morgan Torgerson, we went out and we knocked doors for the first five weeks and we went and created some of the first 50 installs and every dime that we made went back into the business so that we could just keep the company going. I refinanced my home. I ended up refinancing my home just to make payroll. I didn't pull a paycheck from United Energy for 10 months. 10 months, zero pay, refinance home, pay the employees. That's what an entrepreneur goes through. And if you don't, and if you're not ready for the pit in your stomach, if you're not ready to get gritty and get grimy and get, and, and to, to work 90 hours a week to not make any money. And when the situation comes where you have to decide, do I, do I not make any money? You're not getting paid. And so this team that came together was a team of misfits. And we went and we linked up with one group that didn't work. We linked up with two other groups that didn't work. One of the groups we partnered with ended up going bankrupt and almost taking us with it. We veered out of that one, made some other, um, you know, very key relationships and, and partnerships. 
and pulled it out and now it's thriving and we're back building and we started our own side of that business as an installer and that started another $40 million business called United Builders. And, and, but it, it was just tough. It was just, it was no match made in heaven, but we constructed it. We labored diligently and we built that business day after day, brick after brick, rock after rock, choice after choice, deciding, deciding to make it work, choosing to not argue, wanting to not fight amongst the executive team, believing that we had each other's backs and best interests, even sometimes when we did or didn't. And we just pushed forward and it's turned out to be one of the greatest stories never told, and that's why I'm telling it now. And um, opposed to this other dream team that came together, and I think I go. And if you think through any of your businesses, it was either out of desperation, it was either out of a higher purpose or a calling, it was either out of necessity. But it doesn't. The point is, is it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, right? The fact is, is that you have chosen to come together as a team, as a squad, as a unit. Now, what are you going to do with it? I've talked about this before, but you've got the dream team in the Olympic men's basketball. I think it's one of the greatest analogies, but you have the team that played in Atlanta, or sorry, Athens, Athens in uh, 02. And the Athens team was some of the best scorers of all time. LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, uh, Carmelo Anthony, Kobe Bryant, like some of the best all time, right? And they were told to go that they would go make the gold and, and they would make the 92 dream team look silly, which was Jordan Bird, Johnson, right? That, that dream team that were undefeated, that was undefeated and, and won gold. Well, as time went on, the Athens team ended up, uh, the Athens Olympic team ended up um, winning bronze. And you can't even name me five players on that team other than the ones I just named you. But everyone's children's children can tell you who was on the 92 Dream Team. That's the epic decision that when those group of people get together, you have a choice. You have a choice to come together and lay your selfish desires at the feet of each other and say, okay, we're here. Let's go construct this together. And that is exactly how a marriage works. I think about the, the greatest Dream Team of all time, and I think about me and my wife. I love my wife so much. She's my greatest partner, my ride or die. She is everything to me. And, um, and we have to, and we've been together now 17 years. And, you know, 17 years, that's actually, that's sexy. 17 years together, that now, that's truly sexy. Because nowadays, that type of, stung, that type of thing doesn't last that long. Marriages are divorcing at 58% higher. Um, higher among people that are with Christian values, if that means anything. And I find that fascinating. And the reason is, is that in today's society, people are not staying loyal. They aren't loyal to concepts. They aren't loyal to each other. They're not loyal to themselves. It's what can you do for me? It's what was there, what's quick, what's easy. And that has been the concept. How can I Uber my way through this? And how can I get the Uber Eats sent to me and it's on my app. It's quick. It's easy. It's simple. It's if I don't like it, I'll just go try another one. And there's value in that, but not in the main decisions, not in the main decisions. I was talking to my wife and we were discussing our relationship 
And we were talking about what made it different from us and some other of our friends that have gotten divorced. And I said, I think that it has to do with the main decision we made to never, like that we would never get divorced. We would never, we would never leave each other. It might get ugly. It might get hard. It might get really painful. And it does. It's painful. But we decided that we would never leave each other. And we made that decision one time. And once we've made that decision, we're loyal to that choice. We're loyal to each other. And then we can figure out the rest. Every other situation that comes to us, it's easy. It's simple to make the right decision because we've already made the core choice. So in anything that you're doing, I would encourage you to look at the team that you're with, to look at the relationships that you have. And are you putting forth that loyalty that merits that treatment in return. In today, I feel like I talked at my gym on Saturday. We get together at Transform Fitness, and we do this, you know, big um, roundtable kind of concept, and we share. And someone brought up this idea that I, I um, expounded on. I thought it was beautiful. They said, in people in your life, you have these five different types of people. You need, you know, the person that can call you out. You need your accountability person. You got to have the person that's got your back. You got the person that can give you good advice or whatever, right? And and I got thinking, and I was like, you know, what about you being that person in other people's lives? I got a call on Sunday from a good friend of mine named Craig Smith. Now Craig um, was on my podcast, episode three, one of my best friends. He just called me on Sunday. I don't know. And says, Hey man, I listened to your podcast last week. Just want to let you know you're on my mind and I love you. That's all I got to tell you. You're inspiring me. Keep going. Thank you. And I was like, that's it. He's like, yeah. He's like, you are that person in my life and I appreciate you. And I was like, I was blown away. I didn't know what to say. I haven't had anyone be that person in my life and call me and just tell me that. And I don't know how long it's, it's been a long time. And people always look at me to be that leader. If you're the leader, well, you need to tell me how great I am. You need to tell me that I'm awesome. You need to, and you know what? I do. I do that quite a bit. And I'm okay with that. I enjoy that. That's that part of me grows. And if you're a CEO or a leader and you don't like to give people their roses, you're in the wrong profession. You get the wrong job title. You are doing the wrong thing. Go into HR, go into tech. I don't know. But um, do not be the CEO. You, you are basically the chief employment officer, and your whole job is to make people feel the way they need to feel to perform at their best. Being honest, being real, motivating from the heart. That's been probably the greatest thing I've learned while being the CEO here at United Energy. And um, when Craig called me, it made me introspect and say, who have I called today? Who needs to hear from me? Who, who can I be that person for in their life? Because Craig was that for me. This person's that for me. And who, who, who do I need to get in my life to make sure that my team is postured right? Tying this full circle. What team members do I got to have in this dream? Or what guys need to come in this circumstance to, to make us go through the ashes? What, what team, who do I got to get on my team? When the reality is, is... Who are you on other people's team? And are you bringing that value? And as you strive to bring loyalty 
and you strive to bring more value in the marketplace and more value in your relationships than you're taking, you will always, always be paid. You will always have money in abundance. And if you don't, if you are shy on cash, if you don't have the money you think you're worth, if you're not making what you think you're owed, the truth is, is that you have not brought the correct amount of value to the marketplace because the market always pays what is due. So go, the beautiful thing though is that you can change that. So go change it. Go make yourself valuable by adding value in the marketplace to your relationships. Start there. Hopefully that was helpful. Quick thought, signing off your man, B. Holmes with the B print. This is Doors to Success. Let's go. Thank you for listening to the Doors to Success podcast. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe for more. Visit bhomes.com for more information on how you can join the B print.